On this episode of Destroy the Shield Generator, James asks, is the Clone Wars really a kid's show? Why does the show depict so many people plummeting to their deaths specifically? And does James Dobson think your kids should watch Star Wars? Plus, the debut of a brand new segment that we're calling Transformers Star Wars in Disguise, where James and I use a neural network powered by machine learning to answer some of our oldest questions from Destroy the Shield Generator. All that and more, starting now. So this is like a foundational question for me, and I'm surprised it's taken us until season two, episode five. Is this more foundational than last week's question? Because like last week we said this question kept you up at night for decades. Is this even decades? Is this even more? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what you said. I know. I'm oh. just reiterating. Oh, that. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you didn't believe me. Are you saying that this is even more of a foundational question, or is it maybe just kind of on par? Uh, well, it didn't cause me as much angst, but I think it was as important, if not more. Okay. Probably even an earlier question in terms of like when I started watching The Clone Wars. Okay. And the question is, uh, well, before I get to the question, you'll, you'll be able to guess the question. Because I would frequently text you a phrase when I would see something, and it would say, you can fill in the blank. This is not a. Mm-hmm. This is not a kids show, is what you would text me. Yeah. So the question is, is the Clone Wars really a kids show? Is the Clone Wars really a kids show? I'm gonna send you a quick video. It's like a two minute YouTube video called "Clone Wars Is a Kids Show." Okay. Why don't we do this? Why don't we? Why don't you cue it up? Bring it back to zero. And then we'll say one, two, three, play, and we'll just watch it together, okay? Okay, I have an ad first. Oh, get through the ad. The ad is skipped. Okay. I'm at zero. All right, count me down, and we'll go three, two, one, play, and we'll press play on play. Okay. Three, two, one, play. <laughs> yep, a lot of people getting stabbed through with... Uh, Lightsabers. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of force uh, choking, a lot of blaster lot of, fire. There's some electrocutions. Ooh, decapitation. Oh, decapitation. Shot in the back, coward. Uh, force choke. Falling into falling lava. In the lava. Oh, Maul like dismembering a bunch oh, no. of people oh, through no. doors. Oh, what just ate that dude? A monster. Oh, yeah. Guys oh, the mind worms. I don't remember mind worms. I just remember that shot of the worms coming out of the guy's mouth. Yeah. More electrocution. People getting eaten. Monsters. Falling to their deaths. Plummeting to their deaths. Yeah. Ooh, a slap. Uh, <laughs> oh, broken rib for sure. Just mowing folks down. Yeah. Left and right. Oh, she stabbed him and then hugged him. That's cold. Ooh. Oh. 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 No, no. Oh, Did man. Just get cut in half? Yeah, too many doors cutting folks in half. A oh, lot of falling into lava. More plummeting. 
Oh, shot oh, to the heart. That was shot straight through. Another monster. Oh, the suicide. Oh, yeah. Oh, poor Ahsoka getting electrocuted. There's a lot of electrocution as well. A lot oh. of electrocution. Plummeting, plummeting, plummeting. It's like 10 people. Oh, stab through the oh, hands. Shark guy. More fire. Execution. Oh, that's when Savage like impaled Obi-Wan's Jedi friend with his horns against the wall. Oof. Okay, the video's over. Wow. I wish you could watch that in a podcast. Yeah. That's that was brutal. It was brutal. Okay, yeah. So in a sense, I almost want to say if 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 your question is simply, is the Clone Wars a kid show? I almost want to say, I mean, no, because that's brutal. Was it supposed to be a kid's show? I don't know. George Lucas has always talked about how Star Wars as an entire universe is meant to be for kids. And when you consider the fact that, like, obviously he's referring to the movies in that case, that would mean that, like, Anakin slaughtering younglings and Alderaan getting blown up well, hey, that's for kids. <laughs> I mean, but there's nothing violent that's shown. That's true-ish. Like, there's not, there's no blood. There's not at least a lot of blood. So, like, what? Obi Wan gets killed in the first one, but he just disappears. Like, no, what's the most? You mean Qui Gon? Violent... Qui Gon. Uh, I'm sorry. The first one being a New Hope. Oh, sorry. I'm a. <laughs> I I take the whole trilogy as a whole. Yeah. Qui Gon. Dang it. Obi-Wan. Yes. Gets killed. Obi-Wan gets killed in the first one. But he just disappears. Yeah. That's like the most violent part of the first one, right? Let's see. Let's I mean, see, Greedo. Let's see. Yeah. Greedo gets shot and there's like some smoke. You've got a lot of stormtrooper fire. And I mean, it depends on how, how quote unquote violent you consider the Death Star blowing up. I feel like that's really the pinnacle of like millions of deaths in an instant. But it's not yeah. gory. It's not like visibly. You don't. You know. You don't. You're not shown any of that. I watched Star Wars when I was pretty young. Yeah. And there was no part of that that was like a gut punch of like, oh, true, right? No, not really. I think Episode Five probably gets a little bit more. You've got Vader's, you know, in the cave getting decapitated. Luke loses his hand. The, oh, you know what? The um, the Tauntaun getting cut open. Is kind of gross. Yeah. That part kind of made me like squeamish as a kid a little bit. Let's see. Episode six is probably even a little like nicer than episode five. So I think, yeah, not terrible. So let's see here. I would say then it's pretty easy for me to say that in terms of like people being impaled and falling to their deaths and floating like bodies floating through space mm -hmm. and worms coming out of people's lifeless mouths. Sure. The Clone Wars animated series is more violent than the original trilogy. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, like, I guess the foundational question is, was this designed for kids? So I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to find, like, what time it aired at originally. Sure. Uh, while you're doing that, I'm going to read an article that I found from some folks that I know you trust when it comes to, you know, sort of like letting you know what kind of content is within 
TV shows and movies. I'm on the website for Focus on the Families Plugged In. Oh, yes, yes. And I know it's one of your favorites. And this is their page for the TV show Star Wars, The Clone Wars. They have a couple of individual episode reviews. They don't have a content overview for the whole show because that would... I mean, there's over 100 episodes in the show, of course. They do have a content overview for a grand total of five episodes, and they seem to be scattered across different seasons and <laughs> for no apparent reason, different arcs and different seasons. But yeah, I mean, they're talking about how droids are getting, quote, killed. One is stabbed through the chest from behind. Another has an arm sliced away from its torso. Others have their heads blown off. Clones are shot and killed elsewhere in shootouts, reminiscent <laughs> of the movies. Oh, the movies. See, I'm okay with robot violence. Yeah. Okay, well, wait until you hear about this. This is, I mean, this really has the folks over it focus on the family upset, and I'm sure you are, are going to be just as um, disturbed. It says, uh, the colonel in this episode eventually sinks into philosophical self-pity. Life is a void, he says. We search and search for answers, but there are none. Hope is just an illusion. Death is the only certainty. A clone bucks him up, saying, giving up is not only in my programming. I'm surprised... Sorry, not only is it in my programming, it's what I do best. <laughs> it's an infomercial for quitting. Yeah, exactly. A couple of jokes are made about suicide. The crew finds a skeleton of a creature and a robot. What's a skeleton of a robot look like? Is this a robot? It looks a lot like a robot. Okay. <laughs> I've seen them before. Droids are called stupid. Uh-oh. Oh. oh. Yeah, it's not a, the S word. That makes me think that this is not a kid show. <laughs> <laughs> they say stupid. They nope. say stupid. Yeah. Let's see. Another episode here. One of the bounty hunters chokes a pirate to death and drops his lifeless body on the ground. Another pirate takes a spear to the chest. Laser and cannon fire blow up buildings and hovering speeders, resulting in further casualties on both sides. Casualties on both sides. Yeah. Okay, so to be honest with you, James, to be transparent, I'm a little disappointed in Plugged In because usually their reviews talk about how, like, you know, this particular movie doesn't fit in... <laughs> an evangelical Christian worldview, but this is not the case here for the Clone Wars. So instead, I'm gonna gotcha. I'm gonna duck over to the Parents Guide on IMDb. There are a lot of things added here. I would estimate like a couple thousand words are on this page. I'll kind of skim the highlights. IMDb has the same categories for every movie or TV show. No, number one is uh, sex and nudity. This is rated as <laughs> what? I'm just. I don't remember much sex or nudity. Well, James, The Clone Wars is rated as mild, uh, which is not the lowest it can be. Scantily clad female characters. Um, a married couple shares kisses. Yuck. <laughs> Were there two separate beds, I hope? <laughs> yes. It talks about some innuendos. In the episode Rookies, there are some pictures in the background of the barracks that show some scantily clad females. However, it's very mm. hard to notice. <laughs> I always just picture somebody like pausing each frame with a magnifying glass like, oh. Yeah, exactly. That's a scantily clad clone woman. Clone woman? There's no clone women. No, there's not. Anyways. <laughs> Literally, there are eight items listed here under the sex and nudity category. 
and seven of them include the exact phrase scantily clad female characters. Okay. So the other one is the kisses, a married couple. Um, the next section is violence and gore. And this is not rated mild. This is actually a, a step above and rated moderate. Oh. Not going to read all this. I think folks got a sense of us commentating on that video. But yeah, there's a lot of physical violence, stabbing, you know, maiming, <laughs> impaling, burning, dismembering, decapitating. Plummeting. Plummeting is a good, good verb to use. So yeah. There's a lot of plummeting from the heights. Yeah. Usually into lava. Yes, usually. Or into, like, the depths of a big, like, gas planet. Uh-huh. So that's not great either. Or, like, a monster's mouth. Or, like, straight down the gullet of a monster's mouth with, like, <laughs> perfect aim. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think the monster would choke a little bit? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, no? It's built for that, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. The next section on IMDb is profanity. This is rated as none. It says crap and blast are used infrequently. And stupid. Yeah. In one episode, one character says it looks like it must have been a hell of a fight. Oof. Uh, here's a question. I'm going to rewind a little bit. Okay. Did they ever say crap blast? No, it's a crap and blast, separate, okay. separate terms in separate instances. Gotcha, because crap blast could take on a whole new meeting. It could, it's true. I don't remember an episode featuring that type of a scene. I don't either. With the crap blast. But you did ask about Clone Wars and not Rebels, so. <laughs> yeah, I remember that episode in Rebels. Yeah, it was, it was every episode. <laughs> Don't you remember? Clone Wars starts off with like the pithy quotes. Rebels starts off with a good crap blast. Yes. <laughs> Not true. Not true. If you're listening, you should watch Rebels. It's very good. The next section on IMDb is alcohol, drugs, and smoking. The in-universe drug known as Spice is referenced frequently in the Clone Wars. There is occasional smoking and drinking shown. And in the episode Lethal Trackdown, there's a scene at a bar. Oh, oh man. Next thing you know, they're going to set a whole Hallmark-style movie in a bar. Oh, who would do that? Deplorables. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody with a conscience. Nope. Nobody writing for children. Um, the next... <laughs> The next section is frightening and intense scenes. This is another uh, one that gets up to moderate. And again, there's a lot that's written here. We kind of covered it, I think, in that video at the beginning. So, yeah, there there is a lot of relatively scary scenes. I, I think to me, and maybe you can think of a different one, to me, the scariest scenes in the Clone Wars came down to that arc the, on... The cricket guys. Yes. Yep. Yes. That's exactly what I was gonna just gonna say. There's the arc on Geonosis, the cricket guys, the Geonosians. They should be called Cricketoans. Cricketones or Cricketoans? Toans. Cricketoans. Yeah. How, how come? Because that's a cool name. Okay. It's better than Genesis. Geonosians. 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 I wonder if it's Geonosians or Geonosians. I don't care. I think shins. Do you know shins? That's why it should be Krikatoans. Yeah. 
There's no debating it there. I'm coming around to it. I, I like it. Thank you. Yeah. From this point forward, they'll be called Cricketoans. Cricketoans. So anyway, there's the episode with all the Cricketoans. They have like the hive mind. Remember like the queen? And they're all just basically like zombies, like like yeah. reincarnated monsters that like are in the dark. Yeah. And they there's, that episode has a lot of jump scares. In fact, that episode might yeah. have like all the jump scares in the entire series. Yeah. And then the other instance is those those mind worms. We that those were in the video. Do you remember those at all? I remember the one shot where the, like there's worms yeah. in their minds. Yeah, they they and go they down came like out their, of their mouth. mouths. Yeah. Yeah, and their eyes got all weird and like there's like yeah. some really eerie imagery. Yeah, totally. That one was scary as well. Didn't love it. Didn't love it at all. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that that kind of covers at least the content of the show. I think we've done a good job of of explaining, especially if folks haven't seen the show, what is sort of in it. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, it it depicts war, frankly, even though it's a cartoon, as well as the psychological and physical and emotional trauma that comes along with it. It it doesn't really <laughs> hold back in that sense. Yeah. But it seems like it was designed for kids. It does. But I, I discovered something here. Okay. I'm looking. Originally, from Cartoon Network, it says, Star Wars The Clone Wars, Cartoon Network. New episodes, Fridays at 8, 7 Central. Ooh, 8, 7 Central. James, what are your kids doing at 8 o'clock, 7 Central? They're getting ready for bed. Yeah, they're not staying up to watch The Clone Wars, are they? They're not. Also, they're four, three, and one. Well, yeah, you know. Okay, maybe th- this is actually this is actually a good segue into a good way of determining our actual answer to the question. Assuming, because we've talked before about how you want to introduce your children to the Star Wars story in a way that specifically preserves the fact that Darth Vader is Anakin. Sorry, that Darth Vader is <laughs> is Anakin. <laughs> I, I was going to say Anakin's father, and then I yeah, stopped I, myself. Because he's not Anakin's father. Correct. He's Anakin. So that's why I, that's why I, I stopped. Gotcha. Just got to make it things clear here. You are you are making things clear. I thought I might have missed a major plot point no. of the story. <laughs> no, you didn't. You're, you're good. But okay. My, what, I'm trying to say, what I was trying to say was we've talked before about how you want to preserve the big twist that Vader is Luke's father until your kids are legitimately old enough to like feel that and feel like the weight of it. Yeah. Now let's pretend because the clone wars is going to, I don't know if it would ruin that exact twist. Although there's the episode on Mortis where it shows there's, there's allusions to Anakin becoming Vader. So, and his name is Anakin Skywalker. I mean, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, let's pretend that you didn't care about that particular spoiler being known to your own children let's say you just wanted to it's just a cartoon you don't care about what order they get the story in at what age would you and your wife perhaps feel comfortable showing the clone wars as it is today to your kids well that's hard because autumn is a big scaredy cat my oldest my four-year-old is a scaredy cat juniper is two she's three Mm mm-hmm we were watching Toy Story 2 the other day, and you know Zerg? Yes. Like the little robot guy? He comes out, and Juniper just 
bailed. Like she ran out of the room oh, and went into the corner room and like curled up in a ball. And Autumn, like she didn't like get scared, but she just sat on the couch and her eyes were like as wide as saucers, just like oh, so, oh. so precious. Yeah, and then she looks like she'll look at me and go, "That's silly. I'm not scared. <laughs> That's silly." So we got a ways to go. Yeah, it'll be a while. Okay. So like ten? Sure. I don't know. Ten? Sure. Yeah. I wonder what the rating. I mean, this maybe this should have been the first place we looked, but like the actual like TV rating for the Clone Wars. Uh. Um. Was it was it TV seven? Was it something else? No, it was TV PG. Huh. TV PG. According to the TV parental guidelines by the FCC, what that means is the program contains material that parents may find unsuitable for younger children. Parental guidance is recommended. It may contain some material that parents or guardians find inappropriate for young... Oh, it's the same sentence twice. Why do they do that? Programs assigned a TV PG rating may include some inappropriate language, very little sexual content, suggestive dialogue, and or mild violence. I don't think what we just recapped on that video at the beginning of this segment i wouldn't call that mild even if it's a cartoon i think it's mild you think it's mild i'd go mild how do you define mild violence <laughs> <laughs> light treason um uh, i don't know there's no blood is that that's probably the difference isn't it i think so let's see it's cartoon violence cartoon that's a Simpsons reference. Bart and Lisa March are others chanting cartoon violence. It's great. I just skipped down to where it says TV 14. That's the next sort of jump down. And on, this, on the section about violence, it says TV 14 includes strong violence, including blood and gore. Maybe that is literally the ticket. Did we just answer the question? Is this the most specific answer we've ever been able to give to a question on Destroy the Shield Generator? No, there's no blood. Therefore, it legally is a kid's show, according to the United States Congress and the FCC. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. All right, so it's designed for people who are older than seven Mm -hmm. and younger than 14. There you go. So let's split the difference and call it ten and a half. I think ballpark, just like I'm thinking ten. I watched the Star Wars trilogy for the first time when I was in like second grade. Mm-hmm. So I was what eight or nine, something like that. Sure, sounds that about feels right. About right. Yeah, yeah I, I dig it. And then to be fair, uh, maybe just as sort of a, a closing, like like an appendix on this little segment, we would I think both agree Rebels is probably a couple years younger. Uh-huh. And then you haven't seen Resistance, but I would even say Resistance is young. I mean, younger than Rebels for sure, but like I'm I'm bordering on like maybe a couple years younger than Rebels too. It's a very it's very much a kid show. Yeah. You should watch Resistance just to say that you've seen it, but know that it's not super consequential and the only reason why you should just see it is because it's only two seasons of like i don't even think it's 20 episodes a season of 20 minute episodes so you could i mean i'm probably assuming too much you you would probably blast through it really quickly and i'm not sure that you would even love it but there are a couple of cool moments anyway 
That's the only TV show you haven't seen, though. I have not. And it would be a, it'd be a quick one. Okay. I'm not really drawn to it, but... D- yeah, I, I don't think you honestly should be either. Yeah. That's a great, great pitch. I'm going to start it right now. <laughs> Let's stop recording so I can watch it. Okay. So, and that's... I think if I rewind in my life, if The Clone Wars was released when I was in third grade, that would have been probably like the peak age for me to enjoy it. Like third through sixth grade. Yeah. Right? Like between nine and 12, I would have died watching this show. And a lot of the stuff you don't realize is scary when you're a kid. Yeah. Or like process it that much. Yeah, it's Like true. I watched the that Batman animated show when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was probably like in first grade watching that show. Yeah. That was pretty gnarly. And I didn't really realize it at the time. That's true. You made it out okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it is a kid's show, but it's just good. Yeah. It's, it's a show that kids and adults can both enjoy. The kids can enjoy all the Star Wars-y and the cool you know, lightsabers and stuff, and the parents can enjoy a healthy dose of violence. Yeah, and the clone corpses floating through space. Oh, it's, that's my favorite part. With worms crawling out of their mouths. Oh, my gosh. Keep, keep giving me reasons to rewatch this show right now. <laughs> so season two, episode five, segment two. Let me, uh... All right, let's check this thing out. Where are we at? Yeah. You got something? Um, hmm, no, but if you also don't have something, we can try something super dumb. I'm, I'm looking at the last item on that list where we use the AI to, like, complete a sentence remember that one website i found like last year and was obsessed oh, yeah, with yeah. yeah this can work as we can try this as a segment you think yeah let's do it okay i certainly don't have a like a script for this by by any means but we can just pick random questions and go for it so this is a segment called transformers star wars in disguise <laughs> That name took me, like, way too long. <laughs> I don't know why it took you so long to get, because we have it in writing, and it's been planned and named for quite some time. That is not true. Don't listen to him, dear listener. How about you always refer to dear listener? It's There's an animal that listens to it. Oh, okay. It's, 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 the animal is a deer. I'm just talking to that one deer. Is it not a loath deer? It is a loath deer. A tat deer? <laughs> okay. It's a Coruscant deer. Okay. We we owe it to our dear listener, singular. Wait, every time you say that, though, you do, you do say it plural, dear listeners. Yeah. But you just said it was one. One singular type of group. God. God. <laughs> okay. This is making more sense now. Okay. Of course. The more words I say, the more sense I make. <laughs> we we do owe it to our listeners here to explain what this new segment is. James and I uh, have been talking 
to ourselves for a few minutes trying to piece together what this even looks like. But just to introduce it to you, our dear listeners, this is a new segment that we are going to debut, and we are tentatively... It's called Transformers. Yes. Star Wars in Disguise. Transformers Star Wars in Disguise. James, I want you to introduce, because this segment was my idea, so therefore I want you to explain how it works to the audience. So I don't know how it works, but some genius <laughs> in the world created something called a talk to Transformer. And at first I went there and was confused because it says Elon Musk's debut album, Unicorns That Speak English, Life Advice, etc. So there's a drop down thing. I chose the one that said custom prompt and there's a text box. And I typed in one of our questions from a previous episode and it created an answer for me. So, yeah, so just a little bit of background on what this tool actually is. Talk to Transformer is a neural network. It uses advanced machine learning and artificial intelligence to scour the internet. Scours it. In fact, the technical term is actually scrapes the internet. Scraped it. Scraped it real good. And then it uses all of the knowledge it can find to try to determine how human language works and then feeds that into an artificial intelligence, into a machine learning algorithm. And what this is, is as James has mentioned, there's a text box. You can type in a custom prompt and then it actually produces from what it knows about human language. It produces what it thinks is a coherent and an effective answer to a question or an, another kind of prompt, like if you want to finish a sentence or something like that. So, yes, what James is doing is plugging and what James and I will be doing is plugging in Destroy the Shield Generator questions into this machine, this website, and seeing if our jobs as podcast hosts answering Star Wars questions can actually be replaced by an AI so that we can we don't have to do destroy the show generator anymore. This is really we're talking perhaps to our successor, James. Uh, yeah, our replacement, our competitor. And I'll tell you this, these answers are going to be better than ours. I guarantee it. And especially this one. Okay. Because I think the question that I'm least satisfied with the answer that we generated I'm going to take offense to this. Is, did Yoda actually help Luke? Ah. And yeah, here's yeah. what our new expert said. Okay, our new, oh, our new expert. Yeah. It's funny. I typed in the URL, newjoseph.com, and wow. that's what it came It went up straight with. there. Yeah. Hey, let me actually go to newjoseph.com and just make sure it's appropriate, because I don't want that <laughs> to be said on our podcast, just in case. <laughs> Nope, the domain is unclaimed. That is staying in the episode. Claim it. How much is it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go, Daddy. Let's, see. Let's find your perfect domain. Newjoseph.com. Newjoseph.com is available for $11.99 a year. Hey. That's the new... Destroy the shield generator website. Should just be newjoseph.com. Oh, jeez. Wow. Merry Christmas, Joseph. I know what I'm buying you for Christmas. Oh, thanks. A new Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, 
back to your question and the new Joseph's answer. I, I'm just going to refer to this as new Joseph now. New Joseph, you are scouring the internet. Okay. Scraping. Scraping. Scrowering. All right. Did Yoda actually help Luke? Luke went on his little journey. That's very Aww. patronizing, right? His kind little of a, journey. Kind of a cute way to put it. Yeah, you know, just destroying an empire. And a shield generator. <laughs> Luke went on his little journey and made his way across the galaxy. <laughs> I love that it still acknowledges a trip across a galaxy. I'm not going to commentate anymore. I'm just going to read this. <laughs> it's so good. Luke went on his little journey and made his way across the galaxy, acquiring new equipment and amassing a massive following. I like the amassing and massive back-to-back. To back to back. I thought you were done commentating. While no stranger to battle, Yoda usually showed the finger to his enemies in the Star Wars movies, <laughs> which he did here. He was, as Obi-Wan would say, a no-nonsense Jedi Master... And this sequence sees him give the traditional honorable death to his opponent. However, he didn't have the same luck when it came to the Force. Chewbacca went on the run with Han and Leia. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I love the conclusion. Yeah. So now I know that he, he did actually help Luke. Now we know. Thank you, New Joseph. We, we, have, to, <laughs> we have to say in unison, thank you, New Joseph, after every answer. we. Okay, so you ready? So Yeah. Thank you, New Thank Joseph. Thank you, New Joseph. Perfect. I, I, can, I can line those up in post. <laughs> I just dropped my own question. This is one that I was unsatisfied with back in the day. This is one from our season one finale. The question was, why is C-3PO such a jerk to R2-D2 in the original trilogy? This is what New Joseph has to say. <laughs> New, New Joseph begins by saying... We'll discuss that later. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Get a little bit touchy-feely there, a little sensitive. That's not the end Joseph. of it, though. It says, we'll discuss that later. For now, back to Moss Eisley. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's Moss Eisley? That's the, that's the spaceport on Tatooine. Oh, uh, yeah. One of them, at least. That's the main one in episode four. With the cantina. Yes. <laughs> so it literally says this. We'll discuss this later. However, back to Moss Eisley. The next sentence. After Moss Eisley, BB-8 and R2 go to Alderaan and arrive on the asteroid platform. After BB-8 battles some stormtroopers in a lightsaber <laughs> fight with a battle droid, the pair are rescued by a big box ship called the Ghost. Oh. They go to the luxurious and large ship owned by Han Solo, Chewbacca, uh -huh. Lando Calrissian, yep. and Leia Organa. What's going on with Han Solo? BB-8 asks. I love Han Solo. He's like a version of Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank. Ready, James? James, you ready? Thank you. Thank you, you dude. Joseph. Joseph. Perfect. All right. You got another one? I do. And this one is like near and dear to my heart. Okay. It's very important. I can't wait. It's a question. I'm sure if New Joseph could ask questions... She would ask this question. Mm -hmm. Why do all clone troopers sound the same? That's the one I was about to type in. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. It's loading. Here we go. Oh, this is long form. Mm. All right. So why do all clone troopers sound the same in Star Wars? 
by Michael McKean at Michael McD, July 14th, 2018. Wow. I've already spent half my day convincing people to visit my site. And then in parentheses, it says two before they get to the real story. But I hear you on that one, Michael McKean. You have a good point. It is a little uncanny. The article notes, a particularly good example is the eerie repeating Darth Vader and the boy of many names. <laughs> Darth Vader. That's, a, that's one of the spinoffs. That's the next Disney Plus series. Darth oh. Vader and the boy of many names. All right, it's not done though. It's not that Darth Vader sounds like C-3PO. He actually does. Darth Vader also has a history that warrants a close listen. Thank 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 you, you, Joseph. Joseph. Okay. I just typed one in um, that is, why am I rooting for Anakin to become Darth Vader? Right? This was yours from uh, last season as well. This is what new Joseph has to say for why am I rooting for Anakin to become Darth Vader? Joseph, or I should, excuse me, new Joseph begins by saying, what's wrong with me? Is this normal? <laughs> That's a dramatic reading. <laughs> yes. This is, this is a word. These are different paragraphs, by the way. So it's like, what's wrong with me? Paragraph break. Is this normal? Paragraph break. Do people that aren't parents or that don't care about babies and infants watch Star Wars and cheer for <laughs> Anakin? <laughs> it's only the fourth movie in the series. Is it not my place to cheer for the death of a character? What's wrong with me? But I didn't stop myself from doing so. I watched the entire movie with fear and trepidation, knowing (laughs) that at some point Anakin would turn into Darth Vader. And after he did so, I was very upset. Yeah, I wasn't, though. The last line that New Joseph has to share with us is apparently cut off. There's no punctuation at the end of it. But all it says is, he went from a cute... Thank, Thank you, you Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> That's the dumbest part of this segment. I love it. I think it's the best part of the new segment. Do you think that's the best part of this segment, huh? I do. All right. Well, good to know. Thank- oh. Oh, sorry. Go go ahead. We can Thank, Thank you, you new Joseph. Joseph. Oh. That was intentional. I get the feeling you you're trying to intentionally get out of sync with me when I when I'm saying that. Do you know what? Me and New Joseph are perfectly in sync. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what have y'all been talking about lately? <laughs> Old Joseph. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting a podcast together. It's called Destroy the Old Joseph. It's called Destroy the Destroy the Shield Generator. <laughs> oh. That's a better name. Thanks, old Joseph. Yep, we do that in ours. We say, thank you, old Joseph, but he perfectly syncs up with me, and it's great. Mm. Uh (laughs) Okay, James, this one's creepy in like a a, this is very accurate way. I typed in to new Joseph, on the next episode of Destroy the Shield Generator, James and Joseph should talk about, left it blank, and New Joseph responded with an answer that legitimately either of us could have actually said. And I don't know where it got this because I even typed Star Wars just to kind of direct it in that direction. New Joseph says, 
I know that when kids feel a part of their communities and are given opportunities to get involved, they will be empowered to be leaders in their own lives. Uh-huh. When they see students like themselves leading their classmates and working together, it motivates them to want to give back as well. Our mission is to inspire students to take action for social change, which means that everyone on this staff has to have a goal of giving students a voice. You're like, reading from your grad work. I'm not. I swear. That's You're reading from your grad work. I swear. I'll send you a screenshot. This is literally what it says. Thank you, you Joseph. Joseph. This is one of our old original gangsta questions. Original Do windows gangsta. exist in Star Wars? <laughs> New Joseph says, they used to look like this with all the swirly windows and fan things. Do they even have X-Wing fighter planes or just one person on one to get the ride done? Can you take your kids or family to this place? It's pretty adult-themed. So, the rocket pool ride in a kid's movie was actually really cool. Why did they change it? They turned it into a water ski ride. Why did they still have an old-school mechanical bull? Good one. And how about all? All right. Thank Thank you, new Joseph. Joseph. Let me do one last one here for new Joseph. Jeez, this is a this is a long one. He's going long form for this one too. Oh my gosh. What? Oh, this is amazing. Hit me. All right. So, for our last question, I'm going to go to the original question. You just listed the one that was like, you know, episode 2 for the podcast. Yeah. I'm going episode 1. I'm going, why are there so many shield generators in Star Wars? Okay. Yeah. New Joseph gave me kind of a long answer to this one. And I'm just going to read it. It says, this is a fascinating question. And it's inspired a lot of young people. So we tried to see where we could really go with the idea. You have Luke using a shield generator in The Empire Strikes Back. Uh And then it's great when he is able to gain an advantage over a droid or even Darth Vader. That's great. But it seemed like the idea of basically making the beam out of the shield generator and adding it to someone's arm that's already able to be a (laughs) lightsaber seems sort of interesting. And of course we play off of how Luke Skywalker uses a lightsaber against Vader. Why is there so much force lightning? Will there ever be a more convincing lightsaber duel? I don't think so. I'm not even done. This is amazing. How does good and evil sleep at night? (laughs) You mean at the same time or at the same time in different dimensions? How can Chris Johnson make such a big, beautiful, badass creature for the movie? And they all look the same. Is this a dialogue? There's There's like two voices here. I don't know. Sorry, continue. I'm just... So how can Chris Johnson make such big, beautiful, badass creatures for the movies and they all look the same? Why are there so many dry t-shirts in the background? Because they are great at laundry. Amazing. Thank you, New Joseph. So that was an interesting segment. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what kind of legs that segment has because I think we just asked about half of our questions we've ever done. So this might be this might have to be like a once a season deal. That was that was fun. (laughs) That was fun. Destroy the Shield Generator is created by Joseph Jasper and James Walker. Our theme music is produced by Roy Thompson, who's better known as Royish Good Looks. You can support him through the links in our show notes. Join us next time on Destroy the Shield Generator. But until then, always remember... It's going to be great.